Hi there, my name is Anna Michelle Gomu and you are listening to the podcast where we take our time to seek God in His Word each day. We're currently on a Bible in your challenge reading through the entire Bible in 365 days from Genesis to Revelations. And I'm glad you decided to join us today because it's gonna be great. Thank you for tuning in. Please stay listening. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today is day 188 of our Bible in Year Challenge, and you are welcome back once again on another amazing day of this journey. Today we are taking our readings from the books of 2 Kings, 2 Chronicles, and also the book of Proverbs. So first things first, I'm going to begin with 2 Chronicles because we're a little bit behind in comparison to 2 Kings. So in 2 Chronicles, we're talking about Manasseh and Amnon. Manasseh is the son of King Hezekiah, and Amnon is the son of King Manasseh. So we're told that Manasseh, as compared to his father Hezekiah, was a terrible king, one of the worst kings that ever ruled Judah. He led the people into sin more than the people that were occupying the land. You know of how the Israelites came into the land that was occupied by all of these foreign nations, the Canaanites and all of them, and how God was bringing down judgment on those people through the Israelites because they sinned and they were so deep in idolatry and in evil. And so for us to hear today that Manasseh led the people of Judah into worse sins than those people shows us how far they've gone. Like he performed all of those evil sacrifices, killed his child as an offering, um, carried out divinations and sorcery and palm readings and all of <laughs> literally any form of idolatry that you could think of. And so we're told that Manasseh was a pretty, pretty terrible king. And God brought down judgment on him because of his evil. And then he used the Assyrian army to capture him, the Assyrian army to capture him to Babylon. Or until something very peculiar happens because in Babylon, Manasseh realizes that he has sinned and he cried out to the Lord for help. And God heard him and helped him. And I think that is very, very powerful for us to kind of imagine how terrible of a king Manasseh was using his authority as king of Judah to lead the people into sin. He was in charge, literally taking additional commands to build temples and statues in the temple of God, to build altars for idols in the temple of God and leading the people into false worship. But then when he was in need, when he was suffering the consequences of his actions and he cried out to God, God heard him and restored him back. And this is more than enough evidence for us to know and to believe that God is merciful. You know, one of our major goals going through this challenge is to get to know God more than we we did, to get to dive into God deeper than we have ever dived into him before, to get to enter this intimate relationship with God. It's not just know him as um, who our pastors or priests are preaching about him or to not just know him about what we see on social media, but to know him for ourselves through his word. And if there's anything that you can mention as something that you know about God is that now we know and we are certain to claim that God is merciful. He takes pity on the good and on the evil. He is merciful to the good and to the evil alike. And, you know, um, passages like this just 
um, drive home that point so well because there are some people that claim, you know, the God of the Old Testament is quite different from the God of the New Testament because the God of the Old Testament is just so harsh and so quick to judge and so quick to carry out punishment. But then this is the Old Testament we're reading and we're seeing God hearing the prayers of an evil king answering him and saving him from troubles. And so we know that God is the same in the old, in the new, and even now. God has been merciful. God is merciful. And God will be merciful. In his word, he says, I will show mercy on whom I choose to show mercy to. And so if you've been struggling with accepting that God loves you or that God can ever forgive you for whatever you've done or God can ever accept you back, well, this is the information you need to hear because God loves you and God wants to help you no matter how far you've gone he said that no one knows the bounds or the end of his mercy so I encourage you to run to him right now and to accept and dive deep into his mercy because it is open for you and then we talk about um Amnon the son of Manasseh we're told huh, is not too much different from his father Manasseh he's an evil king he was killed by his supposed guards and then that ends the story. Very quick story. And then his son, Josiah, is whom we are reading about in Second Kings. Josiah is the opposite of his grandfather and father. He is an amazing king, gives out money to rebuild the temple. But one very peculiar thing happens in Josiah's time. We're told that he recovers or he finds the book of the law again. And this tells us that that means all of this while the book of the law was misplaced. The book of the law of Moses was the most important book, pretty much the Old Testament Bible version of what we have now. It was the book containing all of the laws that God gave the Israelites through Moses. If you can remember when we we're talking in Deuteronomy, all of those speeches by Moses uh, recounting the experience of the Israelites right from Egypt, their journey through the desert, their wars and all that God saved them from, how God wanted them to live as a new people with a new identity and a new way of life. The rules and the commandments that were supposed to guide them as they were living in this new land surrounded by foreign nations. Everything was detailed and accounted for in the book of the law of Moses. And it was instructed that the king was supposed to read this book every single day. And it was supposed to be read um, to everyone, to all of the Israelites, every seven years. And to think that despite how important this book was, all of this while, it was misplaced. All of this while, the people had fallen so deep into sin that they forgot all about the book. And now we're told that King Josiah finds the book again. And to so many of us, that might seem like a terrible thing. Like, how in the world could the Israelites have misplaced the book? But that sounds a lot like me. So many times, so, so many times, we misplace God's command. So, so many times we forget what God has told us. So many times we forget what God has saved us from. So many times we forget how God has instructed us to live in this new life he's given us, in this new identity that he's bought for us. So many times we live our lives so contrary and so different from God's word. 
and it's also one of the reasons why we're on this challenge to remind ourselves over and over again because we recognize it as humans we are prone to forgetfulness we are prone to forgetting what god saved us from we're prone to forgetting all that god has done for us and so we're reminding ourselves yet once again so if you are tuning in today in day 188 you are like king josiah that we read about in second kings and what happens is that king josiah sends word to a prophet to tell them or to tell her it's a film of prophet <laughs> to tell her what happened and god speaks to the prophet informing josiah that all of the punishments that he had willed to be carried out on judah would escape him and this was a reward of his diligence and of his devotion to god's word and so this gives us hope as children, as people that want to live our lives guided by the word of God, that what we see other people suffering from would not befall us. I mean, it says in Isaiah that a thousand will fall by your side, 10,000 all around you, but only with your eyes shall you see how the wicked are destroyed. And so we know that as God's people who have dedicated their lives to the service of god living in instruction and in guidance by his word evil would not befall us evil is not for us our identity is not one that is attracted to evil or that is attracted to punishment or that is attracted to bad omens although that does not expressively exempt us from troubles and trials because that is definitely going to come but what this is saying is that we are under the protection of god we are living life as he has willed it and so we can trust that he will give us refuge that he will save us in our times of need and then we move on to proverbs the readings from proverbs were just so exceptional i felt i literally felt this reading in my soul and it talks about how this man is seduced by a woman into ad adultery. And so many times there is this very big comparison between adultery and idolatry. You know, even in the case of Prophet Hosea and how God told Hosea to go marry a prostitute and how um, that would be a case scenario to explain what the Israelites were doing to God. You know, how the prostitutes would go out to sleep out even when she was married to Hosea and how angry that made Hosea feel. And then God said, yes, that is exactly how I feel because Israelites is my bride. But then they go out and worship all of these idols and um, all of these gods. And that is how it is. Like adultery and idolatry, there is just that comparison um, between how similar that they are. And this scenario that is explained in Proverbs, as much as it literally um, describes a sexual sin, which is definitely one of the most popular sins that a lot of people struggle with, I have struggled with, and I'm pretty sure so many people listening also have struggled with. It is also a case scenario for so many other sins. And it just shows us how slippery, how slithery, how addictive, how, how fake the pleasure of sin is the devil will make you believe that at that point in time that sin or that temptation will give you peace of mind will give you pleasure will give you all you need will help you feel satisfied will help you feel safe and that is what draws people into the sin and once you're drawn in we're told in a book of proverbs that 
The man does not know that what he's doing or what he does will lead to his death. Similarly, in our case, that when we keep on indulging in that sin, be it sexual sin or any form of sin or addiction, when we keep indulging in it over and over again, it can only give us temporary pleasure. But we do not know that we are heading farther and farther away from God and into eternal death. If there's anything I've come to learn um, through my experiences with God is that we cannot fight against sexual sins. We cannot fight against sexual addictions. We cannot fight against temptations by our own power. And Jesus gave us a model of how we are to approach temptations, not by our own words, not by our own will or by our own strength, because we will fall short every single time, but by the word of God, the same word that saved King Josiah from the impending danger, from the impending punishment that, G- that God was going to met out on the, on the people of Judah. The same word that God has given us freely through Jesus. The same word that we are diving into every single day. That is the word of God that gives us the strength to fight off the seductions of evil, the seductions of sexual sins, the seductions of temptation. And it is only by his word that we are sure of winning and of, of overcoming. And so if you are finding it really hard to quit a bad habit or to break free from a form of sin or addiction that you've been struggling with for years or days or months or weeks, well, today's your lucky day because today is day 188 of diving into God's word and I firmly believe that his word is the ultimate answer to breaking free from that sin. And so I encourage you today, as we continue to walk on this path, um, wanting to know God more every single day, wanting to build our relationship with God, I pray for you today that God sheds everything that is a burden to your life, everything that is keeping you from following him with your full heart, and to give you peace, and to give you freedom, because with Jesus, there is freedom. All right, so thank you so much for listening this far, and I hope to see you tomorrow, same time, same place. If you haven't, please do not forget to share, leave a review, and subscribe to this podcast, and I hope that you have an amazing day.